you want to do a reading or anything, Mike? Do, Paul, do you want to do a, a reflections reading to kick us off? Yeah, whatever. Whatever you want to. Okay. Okay, today's reading is from uh, October 20th on the Daily Reflections. Solace for Confusion. Hey, honey, how are you? Good, Daddy. Hey. What's up? Obviously, the dilemma of the wanderer from faith is that a profound confusion. He thinks himself lost to the comfort of any conviction at all. He cannot attain in even a small degree the assurance of the believer, the agnostic, or the atheist. He is the bewildered one. That comes from the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions on page 28. The concept of God was that I struggled with during my early years of sobriety. The images that came to me conjured from my past were heavily heavy with fear, rejection, and condemnation. There I heard my friend Ed's image of a higher power. As a boy, he had been allowed to allowed a litter of puppies, provided that he assumed responsibility for their care. Each morning, he would find the unavoidable byproducts of the puppies on the kitchen floor. Despite frustration, Ed said he couldn't get angry because that's the nature of puppies. Ed felt that God viewed our defects and shortcomings with a similar understanding and warmth. I've often found solace from the personal confusion and Ed's calming concept of God. Wow. Thank you. Hopefully you can get something out of that, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I missed a lot of it. It was going out. But, puppies. Uh, puppies. Uh, about the puppies. Yeah, uh, yeah let's... Um, I think in uh, you were talking about the exact nature of the wrongs, which is looking at the selfishness, self-seeking and frightened, dishonest and inconsiderate. And so uh, the exact nature of the wrongs are that they're manifestations of the exact nature of the wrong. Yeah. So the exact nature of the wrongs are their, their manifestations of the wrong, so to speak. And two of the four have the word self in them. So, and if you look at most of the descriptions of what has defeated us, it's usually uh, prefaced with the with the the word self. So, how is it that this parasite, let's say, or or something that seems to be quite hostile and at times completely contrary? to our wishes, like the idea of the higher power of us wanting, of us being happy, joyous, and free, uh, the narrative that's usually going on in the head doesn't really have much to do with that. It would rather be better than and right, yeah? And um, so this, this, this movement, let's call it uh, the bondage of self, this activity, and then this activity infected with alcoholism, which con uh, causes it to be an extreme version of self-centeredness, an extreme version, which in a way is pretty good because it'll allow you to recognize the underlying condition. So how can this, uh, let's say this parasitical movement find such a home in us where basically we can't entertain being free from it. We're sort of saddled with it. We try to socialize it or therapize it or civilize it or put it in a program or send it on retreats or 
in my case, I spent two years in one program and three months in another program. So basically, those two years and three months were attempting to subdue and to correct the exact nature of the wrong. Unknowingly or knowingly, hopefully now, this, this idea of getting out of self it was just froth with frustration because we're caught in a certain uh, equation that you can't go against the mathematics, which is self can't get out of self. And uh, it can make an intellectual sense to us, but the way we travel as that statement is Paul and Kerry and Rob are trying to get out of self, which makes total sense to the logic of identification as self. Paul isn't seen as self. Paul believes it's now seen self and now has seen that self is what has defeated Paul and now wants to get out of self, not realizing that there's an identification as self that's wanting to get out of self, not realizing once you catch the thief, you also need to catch the policeman because they're in cahoots with the same robbery. They're, they're doing the exact same robbery. You're just seeing it from different angles. So what would a, an occupation of something that's quite hostile, and, and I'm talking about alcoholism as a, vir, like a virulent or a very cancerous uh, aspect of bondage of self, yeah? So if you have the bondage of self and then inject alcoholism in, in it, it's a pretty extreme example of self will run riot and all this shit. It's sort of like giving it steroids, yeah? So you shoot up the self with steroidal and then... <laughs> I remember when we were out there, there was a drug called PCP that the authorities worried about because when someone was under the drug PCP they had the strength of about eight people they were really fucking crazy very aggressive very very aggressive and they were dangerous yeah so this is sort of like the bondage of self shot up with alcoholism and addiction it gets to become an extreme version it's like the Hulk you know the guy is like a he's a scientist and he goes into some fit of rage and now he's just this green monster running through shit, yeah? And then when he shrinks back down, he feels totally guilty for what he did as the Hulk. But was he really the Hulk, yeah? <laughs> this is a dilemma. The identification as self would be Dr. Bannon would have complete guilt and remorse for what happened when he was the Hulk, but not realizing that something had taken over Dr. Bannon, yeah? So Dr. Bannon tries to keep the Hulk at bay, and of course he fails, and the Hulk comes out. And then the best thing to do is use the Hulk for some good things instead of bad things, yeah? But it's basically going to come out, so he'll try to stay away from this, try to... But there's the Hulk! There's the Hulk! There's the Hulk! So, so, so where's the relief going to come from? You have to see the exact nature of the wrong, and that is what I'm relying on, and let's call it the mental processes, memory, thought, uh, perception, interpretation, all those things. I have a deep reliance on that, 
and that reliance has failed. Yeah, it's it says it in the big book when it's talking about fear. Why are we in so much fear today? Isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? There you go. You don't need, you don't have to go to 50 doctors. That's the diagnosis. Yeah. Why are you, wouldn't that be the $100,000 uh, answer? Why are you in so much fear today? Ding. Isn't it, isn't, isn't it because self-reliance has failed us? Ding. You win. You win the couch and the chairs and the fold-out bed. You've won the, the prize. Yeah. <laughs> so... So it's self-reliance that's provoking all this other stuff. Why would you want to sift through every all the stuff if that that which is provoking it is gone is being unaddressed? You're not seeing it, yeah. So you're without seeing it, you're looking from its effects, trying to manage and control and minimize them. So I want to be less of a Hulk, but inevitably the Hulk is going to come out, yeah. And so. <laughs> So I, it just seemed to me, uh, I was interested in parasites in nature, and it seemed like alcoholism seemed like a parasitical movement. It seems like something that takes over the host and uses the host for its own agenda. Yeah. Now, we can't take an x-ray of alcoholism. It's not a thing. Yeah. But it sure acts like a thing called a parasite. Yeah. So it convinces the host that it's the host so that it can continue, can continually thrive on the host, unbeknownst to the host. So the host never can reach the point of entertaining being free from it because it's identified as it. You see it? You cannot be free from what you're identified as. You can try to be free as what you're identified as. It, it completely uh, stumps that drive for peace, that drive for relief, that, that drive, drive for freedom, because it's never seen as freedom from the bondage of self. It's, it's seen as freedom as the self, yeah? So once you get to the exact nature of wrong and you get a hit, I'm not that, what happens? Now, the, uh, the possibility of being free from it is there because you're not that. That's the only information you needed, really. You needed to know you're not that, yeah? Because as soon as you recognize you're not that, you can be free from it, yeah? If you don't recognize it, you're not that, and you're trying to be free as it, that's bondage of self. Yeah? What would look like a way of trying to get free would be a form of bondage while you're identified as self. Yeah? Now you recognize you're not self. That idea of, of freedom is truly comprehensive and holistic. You can be free from what you're not. You can be free from what you're not. You can abandon something that's not you. Yeah, you can, that's what it says. Abandon yourself over to this power. Yeah, you can abandon you, you'd still be there. Yeah, if you watch the video, okay, Paul is moving to the point where it's going to abandon itself to this God, this higher power, and the video kept rolling, you'd still be there. After you stated you abandoned yourself, there would be Paul sticking up like a sore thumb. But 
if I moved if I moved to this power and let's say I had this book and I abandoned this book to that power, yeah? I'd move away, the book be with the higher power. I have successfully abandoned self to the higher power. I've recognized self isn't me, and I've abandoned it to the higher power. I let the higher power deal with the situation, yeah? Which one has worked for you? If you've heard this idea, maybe before these talks, but at least we repeat it, if you've heard this, which one has worked for you? Has this idea worked? For me, it did. For me, it became the last answer. For me, it illuminated. I, was the, I brought light into the program. The program uh, took that light and amplified it. It put it through the lens of a way of life and a design for living, and it amplified that light. But it didn't bring me the light. I am the light. Yeah? I am the light. And then th what happens with the light, if given over to the program, that light gets amplified and is put to great use. And instead of you directing the light, you feel like the light is directed through you. Yeah? And now you're in, this, you're, you're in the, the experience of relying on something greater than self. That's your mod, modus operandi now. That's how you're living. You're living from being driven by something other than self. And then you observe what's going on and you see that it works. And it becomes the last answer. That's what I needed. After all the other answers I needed, I had to get to the last answer. Am I or am I not self? Yeah? Is self a foreign installment? Is it like a cancerous pathogen? Is it something that's mechanical? And um, am, am I of that or am I of spirit? That's basically it, yeah? So the exact nature of the wrong, in my view, is the act of being identified as self all day. If you're listening to your thoughts, you're in the act of being identified as self. If you're remembering you, you're remembering you in the act of being identified as self. And if you're worrying about you, you're worrying about you in the act of being identified as self. That's really it. Yeah. And there is a solution. Not for self, but from self. Yeah. So... I'm still stoked after all these years because I'll tell you, it's hard to get bored with with uh, relief and freedom. It is. It's quite. You don't have to change any of your outside behaviors. You'll bring a new a new. You'll have a new experience of the same old, same old every day. Yeah, I remember when I was young, my mother. I must have eaten bologna sandwiches for about four years in a row. Except for Friday, because we were Catholic, I had either had to have tuna fish or cream cheese and jelly. But basically, I lived on a bologna sandwich for about from first grade to fifth grade. <laughs> I could come to these zooms forever. Seriously, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, because the spirit's alive. That's the whole point. The whole point is is being awake to being awake. You know, just that basic condition 
that you're awake yeah is such an incredible starting point for the day <laughs> instead of seeing a day as i want to become awake or try to make penance for i was once awake but i fucked up no you're awake that's our inherent nature yeah so that's that i guess i don't think that had anything to do with the reflections i don't know no that, that was great. <laughs> thank you I didn't hear any of it. I don't know. So. so, so David, do you have a question today for Paul? Um, hmm? No. I'm sorry. I'm just having uh, my tea. I was having some chicken oh, and sausages. That's all right. But yeah, I was listening. Um, so yeah, is it time to um, raise your hands if anyone's got a question? Yeah, I think awesome. so. Or... So nobody as yet. So um, I was um, I was actually intrigued and just on I've been doing a lot of step work recently and um, with various people and um, step four is always a, the biggie that a lot of people have started step four and five and I'm just wondering um, just from your personal experience I don't know if anyone's been through it or people who currently may be going through it but did you do it as it um, is set out in the big book or did you because I know people have all sorts of different ways and did you set it out as it is in the big book? Did, did you write a story? Did you do the yes. columns? Yeah, I did it as it was in the big book. <laughs> and then in the big book, the uh, I think the fourth column is emphasized on page 67. It's not described as a four-column inventory, but the three columns on that page, that I guess it's page 63 or something, uh, if you read further on to how it works, it tells you referring back to the list and then you ask those four questions of selfishness, self-seeking and frightened, inconsiderate and dishonest. So I saw it as a four column inventory and I really liked the uh, Joe and Charlie descriptions of it. Okay. So that's how I was, that's how I uh, went about and did it with the intention of seeing how self had defeated me through its manifestations. Okay. That's where I emphasize a difference. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not a believer that resentments are ours. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I think resentments are a manifestation of a self-centered view. If the view changes, uh, the. Uh, <laughs> the population of the herd of resentment will go down. Yeah. 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 So I like the thing we speak about all every week on page 64 of looking at the inventory as look, being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. We will now look at its common manifestations, resentments to the next paragraph. That's how I look at the fourth step. And did you, um, I, well, I've just I been look I don't, I'm not interested in the my of the resentment, other than to see that I'm not oh. that, yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. I just, well, I guess. Look at, just David, take, take a resentment and then take a, take your resentment. Which one has a lot more life? <laughs> yeah. The, the, the well, answer, answer, mine, which one has mine. more life? 
Exactly. Yeah. There's 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 this there's the self's role in everything right mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Just look at the difference between a resentment, my resentment, fear, my fear, problem, my problem, health, my health. That's all you need to know. Check it out. How much weight, how much oomph is there in captured by the English word my? It's a huge amount of transfer of meaning, a huge amount of it. Yeah? yeah what happens if... There's a resentment, it's preceded by my, the resentment has now been given a lot of fucking oomph, and now you try to deal with the resentment after it's been, all this weight's been added by my. You're fucking digging, you know how much shit you gotta dig out of the hole? It may take you 40 years to get out of my resentment. See, my, my is unbelievable. It's, it changes the weight of everything that comes after it. Where is that coming from? It's not coming. There's no town called my. It's us, yeah? So if we're taken over by something, that something's using us to transfer meaning to shit. And then we're reacting to the meaning that it gave shit. And so... A thought can ruin your freaking day when it's yours. A thought can ruin our day when it's held as my thought. Yes? The mm -hmm. Stanley thoughts ruin my day when I'm Paul? No. But the same thoughts held as Paul can ruin my day. But if I see them as Stanley, they don't ruin my day. What's going on there? This is AA told us, you know, one of the first big waves of recovery is to see your role in things. There's going to be a lot more revealed about your role in things and then also self's role in things. And you're going to see... Self has a huge role in things by you and I being identified as it. You'll that's how that's what happens. When you become responsible and look at what you did, you're gonna see self there. <laughs> because self was doing most of the shit that you think you did. So there's one way to do the inventory is to, to, to directly look at self's role. Yeah, there's other ways to look at your role, which is going to reveal self's role sooner or later in it anyway. Yeah, mm -hmm. but there's another way of specifically looking at self's role, not yours. So I don't look at a resentment as mine when I do an inventory on it. Yeah, yeah. I see it as a manifestation of self. It's captured perfectly. Read that sentence. Being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what is, has defeated us. We will now look at self's common manifestations. How do we look at self's common manifestations? We do an inventory, which is the first one, resentment. Second is fear. The third one is 
harming other people in the pursuit of what you want. All right, now I'm writing down the manifestations of self in my life. So what? So I can recognize it's not me. <laughs> That's why. So instead of me living out the 50 years of the convicted sentence I've been living under because I did this and I did that, I get a reprieve, a daily reprieve from that prison sentence by recognizing the manifestations of self as not mine. Yeah? Anyone who does this Every, anyone who does an inventory looking at the manifestations of self are never going to go back to an inventory called my resentments, my fear, my harms done to They're not going to go there. They've recognized the exact nature of the wrong. Hmm. They've seen the primacy of the condition. See, in, in one way, the primacy of, con, of the condition is spoken like this. I have alcoholism. I am the primary thing. The real experience is alcoholism has me. Really. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Yes. This is a similar thing. You want to look at your resentments, you're going to be looking at a lot of them the rest of your life. If you want to look at resentments, you'll outgrow the view that causes things to seem to be threats when there aren't any threats. Yes? Mm -hmm. Never go back to the old problem when they've been introduced to the solution. When I was introduced to this way, I've never done another inventory starting with my resentments. Never, ever. I just don't see them as mine. <laughs> Tell you the truth. I see them as manifestations of self in this life. That's exactly how I'm convinced of that on page 64. I was not. being convinced has stayed convinced. Yeah. It's not like being convinced and unconvinced and being convinced. No, the being convinced stayed convinced. I saw the bondage of self, and I saw I am not that. That's what I saw. And it hasn't changed in 20-something years. Mm -hmm. So if I do an inventory, or if someone's asked me to help them with an inventory, I'm going to point that out. Now, if they want to do one on their resentments, their fears, that's up to them. But that's not how I see it. And I'm not going to direct people that way. So it's the gorilla's inventory. Exactly. Yeah. It's the Hulk's inventory. <laughs> Dr. Bannon is taking Dr. Hulk's inventory. Bruce Banner. Yeah. Yeah, Bruce Banner, whatever. He's yeah. taking the Hulk's inventory, not Bruce's inventory. Right. Bruce is pretty cool, but he's not the fucking Hulk. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. what's the problem in Bruce's life? It ain't Bruce, really. It's the Hulk. Mm. So let's recognize what's going on. Mm. I mean, if he keeps calling himself the Hulk, he's going to have tons of shit and blame and guilt for what the Hulk does. 
Mm. It is, yes. Mm. When yeah. is he going to be relieved of the guilt and shame of what the Hulk did when he's not the Hulk? Yeah, that's mm. how else is he going to get there? He's never going to get there as the Hulk. The Hulk is going to be the Hulk, yeah? It's like the story about the snake and the lady saves the snake and feeds it with an eyedropper and puts a little, like, cotton blanket over it. And after a few days, the snake's getting better and she's walking around with it and the snake suddenly bites her. And she's surprised and she goes, Mr. Snake, why did you bite me? And he says, hey, I'm a snake, you know? What's the Hulk going to do but hulking? Yeah. What's alcoholism going to do but alcoholism? <laughs> yeah. That's what it's going to do. If you don't recognize it, it's going to continue to do it. And you're going to call it you. And as long as you're there, the alcoholism is going to be thriving. Thriving. It's going to be living off the host, unbeknownst to the host. I've seen it. I've seen people... I don't want what they have, and they have 40 years of sobriety. I don't want what they have. I don't want to be a nervous wreck every fucking day, obsessed with shit that's not happening. I don't. It's not, it's not attractive. I don't see this as my recovery. I don't see it as my at all. That's why I can show up for these talks. I've never shown up for these talks, ever. These talks have never been based on my condition. They've been based on a condition of spirit. That's why I show up, yeah? <laughs> I don't have a get-ready room where I try to become more spiritual. I don't get a get-set room. When I get ready, I breathe deeply, and then I'm out into the Zoom. No, we have a visitor here. I'm just talking with them I come here and I sit down because something has moved through me ever since I got sober I have no doubt about it and it's its condition isn't based on my condition it isn't yeah <laughs> I would say this condition is based on that condition it's not the other way around I'm just putting stuff out there with the hopes that you'll try, you know, check it out. And if you start traveling lighter, fucking honor it, you know, honor the demonstration of perhaps there's a better way. Honor it, you know, be mm. gratitude is a natural response. Yeah. Mm. The worst thing is the, is the appearance of being free yet completely bound. I don't want that. How do you mean? How do I mean? I don't want to have 40 years and still be bound to self. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have one day free from the bondage of self. I don't want a resume that says I'm this or that. I want to be what I always am. Sense that. I want to sense that presence, that onness. That has nothing to do with days or numbers. It has to do with availability. And I'm telling you, when you're occupied by self, you're severely limited in what you're available to. You are. It's a very jealous God. It's not going to allow you to have anything else.
Something is off in my view. I think the program of AA is completely sound. I think there's a, there's a confusion around the exact nature of the wrong. I do. Mm -hmm. I don't feel it's being emphasized enough and it's not pointed out enough. And I think the problem is thriving in the solution in some respects. Yeah? Okay. You can agree with me or not, but that's I'm, what that's how I see it. What's the what what do you think is the general <clears throat> what is the general view then? If well, what is that view? Can you be a bit more explicit about that? That I am a solid, long lasting dependent thing that has alcoholism. Right. Yeah. Right. Instead of seeing that that feeling of being a long lasting separate independent entity, a thing, yeah this all-powerful unit of oneness is part and parcel of alcoholism. Mm -hmm. Alcoholism is thriving on the idea of being a, a doer, a thinker, a feeler, a taster, and a toucher. Yeah? Mm -hmm. It's thriving on your fellowship of a life. It's thriving there. That's what happens when you stop drinking and using, you don't recover from drinking and using, you recover from that, the bondage of self, hopefully. Is it, is it that case, is, it that, is that the case or is it that people don't go into it as deep? And that's been my experience recently, particularly over the last six months with all these meetings I've been going to all over the world and you're sort of getting, a, I'm getting a, a broader picture of things. And it seems that um, you're right, is that they don't, they don't look at it as the gorilla taking over and controlling you and you being separate from that gorilla. But it's more, it's just given a sort of a cursory brief look at it. It doesn't really seem to be the fundamental core of it, maybe. That's been my experience yeah. recently. Oh, yeah, well, and that's all. Everything's fine and dandy, but AA is a huge tent, you know. There mm. can be other ideas around what's going on, yeah? Yeah? Mm. Mm. Yeah. So a lot yeah. of, see, why is it they have this statement in our community, self can't get out of self? Why would they throw that in there? Why did that come up? And it's, and it's found such a life in our, my community in Northern California. Why is it so profound, that statement? It's not in the big book. Self can't get out of self. Hmm. How could that possibly be? The only way that could be a, the case is an act of being identified as something that you're not. And then trying to get out of that something that you're not, yeah? Mm -hmm. what would give meaning to the statement self can't get out of self the underlying condition of identification as self obviously so what you are isn't self yet seems to be identified as self and therefore it gets stuck with trying to get out of self as self it doesn't recognize it's identified as at, with that which it wants to leave so it gets stuck so even your pursuits of a becomes a form of bondage, yeah? Mm. 
Mm. Because you get stuck that you, you believe it's Paul, but it's actually self trying to get out of self. Your belief, or let's just say humbly, Paul's belief is it's Paul isn't self. Paul is Paul. And Paul wants to get out of self so that Paul will be a bigger, better Paul. Not <laughs> knowing that he's a, Paul is a representation of self. This is the knowledge of the exact nature of the wrong. The exact nature of the wrong is an identification as the wrong, in a sense, yeah? If this wasn't true, if this diagnosis wasn't true, there'd be no need for the statement self can't get out of self because there would be called Paul Jim out of self, yeah? But tons of Paul, Jims, and Mary have tried to get out of self and have been unsuccessful. Why is that? Because there weren't independent Pauls, Jims, and Mary. They were all identified as self, trying to get out of self. That's why. After they blamed themselves for years for not doing enough and not meditating enough and not doing enough service, they've come to a fucking futile point realize no it wasn't my fault i can't get out of me as me i didn't know i was trying to get out of me as me now i've been it's been revealed self can't get out of self hallelujah so i can stop trying to get out of self as self yeah that's the relief really <laughs> You're not self. That's the relief. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, it, it's quite um, kind of. It's almost. It's very confronting, isn't it? To, you know, I love your analogy about the the sh the snake. I've always loved the thing about the snake shedding the sh snake skin, but realizing that we are the snake skin, which I thought is is, is brilliant. You know, and it's yes. quite confronting. It's confronting to know that this character, or this whatever it is, this is to be shed. It's 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 quite confronting. But illuminating. It's not. It's not really the character. The character is. You'll be more of an individual when you realize you're not an individual. Mm -hmm. Tell you the truth. Okay. So nothing. The character doesn't dissolve. You have a character, but you're not a character. It's different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're something. Of all those things that call you. Other than that, you. The ideal of AA is you're a, is really you are a spiritual condition, not a mental physical condition. Yes. Mm -hmm. But see, we're identified as a mental phys physician trying to become spiritual. That's why it doesn't work. Maybe you are the spiritual condition you want to try to maintain. Maybe you already are a spiritual condition. If you didn't see you, your, if you didn't see you from self, you would probably see you as spirit. <laughs> Tell you the truth. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we're a blemish on the lens. You don't. You don't see we're relying on self to tell us about self. You don't, yeah? Mm -hmm. It's going to give us a lot of, but it's going to hide the motive information, which is 
being identified as it. You'll have tons of knowledge, and as in, as in the book, it will avail you nothing. Yeah? You'll know you so well, you'll know this, and it won't translate into a freedom because you're, you're still bound as that self you know. Yeah? Why do you think, didn't that statement always confuse you a little? Self-knowledge avails you nothing? It's yes. a pretty incredible statement in the book. Mm. Self-knowledge avails you nothing. But knowledge seems to be very valuable in a lot of areas. But self-knowledge avails you nothing. Mm. So it's the knowledge is great, but then the self claiming to have the knowledge avails you nothing. Do you see it? Mm. So what, what would happen if you turned and you had self? Not as, but knowledge of self. That has, that has value because it will tell you you're not that. <laughs> That's what it's going to tell you. It's going to tell you very clearly you're not that which you've been taking yourself to be for all these years. You're not that. Yeah. And then you'll find out what you are and you'll wear the character more loosely and you'll travel lighter through being the Fonz, you know, the 38th year of syndication. Right. You'll still put on it with the thumbs up and fucking gets it'll be there'll be some humor in it for you you won't be taking the fun seriously that's for sure mm. <laughs> brilliant brilliant <laughs> that's what we're i'm i whatever you know the value of the relief of not flipping out at the next picnic you go to picnic is just as valuable as relief from the bondage of self for certain situations and people. Some people just want to have a regular life. That's great. They want to have a relationship that lasts longer than four months. Yeah. They don't want to flip out at Thanksgiving. They don't want to ruin Christmas. They want to think of their kids more than themselves. All of these are all possible in a life of sobriety, yeah? Others, which is also value, see it's a huge tent. Others want to get down to the causes and conditions. They still don't feel, they feel like they're still sort of not in step with living. They're still like, like on a time delay and they're listening to a narrative all day and it's boring to them and they want something, there's... Perhaps there's, you know, other solutions like knowing peace and serenity and shit. And so they're driven that way. But AA is, is like a spiritual kindergarten. Some people are there to take the naps. Others want to use, you know, build the blocks. Others, yes, it's all included. I'm not saying this is against anyone else, but I hate when everyone else is against this. I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hate when people sing the virtue of stupidity. I just don't, <laughs> not into it. There's nothing wrong with being, you know, awake. <laughs> it's nothing, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, like a, it's not an affront to other people. And I, I'm more than happy to have the way they see things. Yeah. I'm just mm -hmm. adding yeah. another way of seeing things. And mm -hmm. I think it's backed up by the book. If you read, yeah. you know, perhaps, you know, being self. I, how can you tell me how you can how you can translate that different than the way I'm translating it? It seems pretty damn clear. Bill W., knowing it or not, has separated us and self, and yeah. says that God has defeated us. 
So obviously, I'm not defeating me. I'm not. Yeah. And how does a resentment, a manifestation of self defeat Paul? By Paul constantly calling it my resentment. That's how it defeats me. Yeah. Presented another way. I'll come up. I'll come up to your view if it's solid and it works for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't give a shit what you're doing. If it doesn't work, I'll just get down to the causes and conditions. Mm. You ready for another question, Paul? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. We have Kaiser up. Kaiser! Hey, Paul. Um, following up on what you were talking about with uh, people being against being awakened within this program of recovery, one of the things that, you con- that you've stated, um, the words that you've used, tends to kind of add that controversial part to it kind of brings it on and that's being recovered from alcoholism what, what do you mean by that I, I have an idea as to what you mean by that but me still being um in the bondage of self um go on that a little bit because i think i have an understanding and i have a recovery from alcoholism but that's my understanding what, what do you mean when you say you've recovered from alcoholism or how does one have recovered from alcoholism I know that I can't drink, but I also know that, go ahead. That's my question. If you can get the middle of it. I don't know if I actually always say recovered, but yeah. Look at JD4. One of the effects of the program of recovery on alcoholism is the one who had the alcoholism will see that the problem doesn't exist for them that day. Yes. That's recovery from alcoholism. Are they recovering from the bondage of self at that moment? Maybe, maybe not. But they are recovered from alcoholism. Yeah? The oh, recovery thoughts, kind of sounds like, like recovered almost sounds like a permanent thing, though. Getting kicked in, and the obsessions aren't leading you to drink. Yeah? maybe I'm just getting hung up on the term recovered because it's an ED recovered, which means that like there's, you have recovered, like it's almost more like a permanent kind of a state. I don't know. Maybe that's where uh, some people are like myself could get. Usually in the, in the, in the AA community, all these things, you are recovered a day at a time. It's not a permanent yeah, in other words, you're not cured from the disease, but the, the effect of the solution on it can give you the experience every day that the problem doesn't exist for you. But it's framed as a day at a time. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Perfect sense, I get it. Perfect, yeah. It's the underlying... See, I see there's another event going on. You can, be, you can be freed from the effects of active alcoholism, yet be in the bondage of self. 
Yeah, because the alcoholism, see a lot of people uh, like an idea I had when I came in, I thought a lot of some, of some of my strangest behavior was based on my cocaine use. So I stopped doing cocaine, but that behavior kept happening. So I was mistaken, yeah? I thought something was a product of my addiction and my using, which it wasn't. It was one of the causes and conditions of my using and drinking, yeah? Which is the bondage of self. I see that as the, I see the bondage of self as different and distinctly different than alcoholism. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think relief from alcoholism gives you an opportunity to get down to the exact nature of the wrong and the, and the causes and conditions. And I think it's the addiction, the mental state's addiction to being a self, tell you the truth. Okay, so yes? you, you've kind of parsed out a little bit, like there's something that caused us to want to get relief, and then we got relief in, in chemicals or drugs or, or alcohol, and then that became a full blossom of a problem. So relief from alcoholism is a relief from needing to get that kind of a relief from the addiction to self, but the addiction to self can still continue, and then there's a further recovery that could yeah. Be open to some of us, right? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. AA is AA is very uh, specifically targeted. You're going to be restored restored to sanity from the insanity that precedes the first drink. So yep. most of us right now have alcohol. AA has succeeded. Yeah. We're not, we're not living under active alcoholism right now. Yeah. We could be the other traits that we're calling alcoholism, I think are self really more than alcoholism. I think alcoholism is an amplifier of self. Yeah. I, I think self is the, uh, is see, we're not asking free, Free me from the bondage of alcoholism. We're asking, please relieve me of the bondage of self. And the lying condition. Yeah? Yeah. Some people in that condition have addiction and alcoholism, but there's, <laughs> and some don't, but then the underlying bondage of self becomes, can be seen as a spiritual addiction as self tries to get out of self. You can see it almost like a drug addiction, but it's less fun, so to speak. <laughs> and so people are at going to tons of spiritual meetings and reading tons of books. And the funny, the sad thing is, have interventions. Like no one's gonna walk into the middle of the retreat and tell you to stop and get up. This is your 32nd retreat. Give it, give it up, man. Let's move on, yeah? That spiritual addiction can go on and on and on and on and on and will be supported quite a lot. Yeah. But to me, I see the same formulation in it as drug addiction. Tell you the truth. Yeah. So alcoholism. Hmm. To me is an amplifier of an of a problem that's already there. 
which is uh, obsession with self. So now the obsession becomes an extreme obsession, and then it demands relief, and then you get the relief, and then you have this strange phenomena that there's a craving to have the relief combined with the obsession, and then you're really fucked. Yeah. What's underlying that, that doesn't get, the bondage of self can continue in recovery from alcoholism. Yeah? Thank you. Thank you. Some people get relief from the alcohol, but there isn't, uh, they see the real irritability, restlessness, and discontent is coming from the identification itself. Others, the relief from alcoholism is, is perfectly fine. They want to live with the relief from alcoholism and they're having, a, they're having families, they're doing this, doing that. Others, there's still, there's something that needs to be addressed, yeah? It's not a clarion call for everybody, but if you are called and it's not being answered, there's going to be a sense of something lacking, yeah? Yes? Yeah, thanks a lot. That's why I find myself here. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So same thing. When I used to do these workshops around the world, I'd go to different places and I'd meet people, let's say generally with 10 or 12 or 14 years, and they started to feel like there was something that they weren't getting in the AA, yeah? Something. It was vague. They couldn't put their finger on it. But I would, I would imagine that they were rubbing against the bondage of self, yeah? They were rubbing against the original addiction. And so they were looking for uh, ways, yeah, that they didn't seem to be standardized in AA. So one of the main things that came over to us with the Zen Bitslap was to try to uh, bring in ideas into AA so that people don't have to leave AA to find ideas, yeah? Yeah, they don't have to risk the so sobriety now we're, to go first, yeah. So we're bringing in the idea that was generated by entertaining things in a non-duality way into recovery, which, yeah, <laughs> that's what's going on in a sense. Yeah. Is it going well? I don't know, but uh, it's, uh, we're, 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 giving it, we're giving it a good effort. <laughs> yeah 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 thank you thank you very much thank you kaiser it wasn't enough for you to drink and use it wasn't for me yeah it was for a while and now it wasn't it was yeah it wasn't enough because obviously the drinking and the using were symptoms they were a solution coming from the problem about the problem so uh, life brought me to, to look at, to see things in a new light. And uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Kaiser. Uh, Paul, we have about four more questions. Uh, Catherine, you have a question. Ask to unmute. Yeah, Hi, I'm Catherine. I'm sorry, I'm going to be going to be really really brief or maybe that's not such a bad thing because I have to return to work this is the first time I've been able to 
to get on to this live Zoom meeting. And um, um, but Paul, I've listened to your YouTube um, offerings for for years now, and um, I I just wanted to you know you started off by saying. I'm stoked up after all these years and you know I thank God that you're stoked up and I and and um and I think you know I've been in recovery a long time too and I looked at people who had 40 50 years and just thought I don't I don't want this or like you said I saw that there there was there was nothing really that I felt could um uh could kind of nourish that 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 spirit that you so embody and um and uh, last thing i just want to i just want to repeat your your words when you said you'll be more of an individual when you know you're not an individual and i will say amen to that and thank you thank you for yeah. your ability to articulate you know what what maybe we all know but maybe struggle to find the words for so so thank you thank you hey thank you thank you very much you uh captured the spirit offering so to speak yeah yeah okay wonderful thank you very much Catherine. uh john next Can question you, from you know, hold on a second, Mike. It's that thing about the unsuspecting inner resource. When that inner resource becomes suspected, and then uh, there's a becoming intimate with it, it's unbelievable. It's uh, it's the most solid thing to rely on. Yet you can't see it. Yeah, it's the most sound, firm, completely stupid uh possibility yet there's no thing in it there's no weight or size or volume yet its influence is amazing and there's an intimation of it when you when you've been walking in the everywhere and and you're awake to being awake there's an intimation with the everywhere yeah it's it seeps in and uh you can't put zero, you can't put it in an account book or you can't trade it, let's say, at a spiritual market. But it's unbelievable, man. And I'm so happy that whatever was needed for me to have this pointed out occurred. And if I can play the smallest role in that with others, I feel incredibly honored and grateful for it. Yeah, and uh, you know, I do it in a probably a sloppy, a lot of you could look at a lot of faults in the messenger, but I hope that you can just hold the message. Yeah, the message is the point. And so, thank you so much for those words. All right, Mike. All right, thank you, Paul. Okay, next up we have John W. John, would you like? Hey, what's up, Paul? Yeah, I just wanted to share a little bit about kind of where I'm at. Um, well, it's freezing out here, so I'm going to make this brief. Uh, like, So basically, you talk yeah. about not fr freaking out at the picnic. 
uh like it seems to be that's where i'm at i don't i've become a lot quieter i'm not yelling at my family anymore like i have a pretty large family and the kids are all home from school because of covid and all that and i've just become uh i guess nicer and my family notices that but the struggle i guess the 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 thing that i'm noticing is is so like earlier i was driving to the store and i'm and I still have thoughts or the thoughts still arise. Like who, like where'd this idiot learn to drive or, uh, you know, stuff like that. So I guess my long story short, my question is, is like, can there be peace and serenity while the mental narration is going on? Or can you, can you know peace and serenity at the picnic yes. while there's, yes. while they there's, can. while while there's a thought, this picnic blows. Can you still know the peace and serenity? Yes. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? It not only can be, it is. Okay. Because the serenity and the peace is before, is before the activity. Okay. Okay. The serenity because, and the peace is before the activity. Because that yeah. thought, like, like, where'd this idiot learn to drive or this, this sucks will come up. And then, then the thought after that will be, well, then that can't, then that's not peace and serenity. If that, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yes, but see that's yeah. self, that's self describing to self yeah. the truth. Yeah. Okay. It's all false okay. evidence appearing real. So peace the and thing serenity. Is, a lot of that will turn into comedy. Yeah. Okay. A lot of that turns into comedy routines. See, I have a Prius, yes? Sure. You're an old Prius, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I have an old Prius, which is like having stealth, yeah? Very rarely the cops will ever notice you. And uh, <laughs> so I play around, and I'm trying to outdrive, let's say, a Lamborghini or Ferrari and get out of the parking lot before them because I'm smarter than them. I can see angles and shit. And I'm always joking around and I call them motherfuckers and I just drive around and I have a, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun to, it's fun to sort of disrupt a BMW sense of entitlement. Yes. Because they, they nose right out and they really believe you're going to let them in to the road, but then you don't. And, uh, and then they try to put on their, their, their uh, RPM, but you end up at the same red light. It's sort of fun. <laughs> so, yeah, all that shit continues, but it's held not as much as you anymore. Because if it's you, it's, it's going to vast improvement. Yes? Yeah. I yeah, used to call absolutely. it the Urban Renewal Project. As long as I took all this bullshit to be about me, it demanded fucking seeking and work. And I've got to get better because anyone driving around thinking these people are terrible is that's a bad. And it was just all, it was like insanity. It was just a, another addiction. So when I saw I wasn't the Urban Renewal Project, the budget shrunk, yeah? I mean, I became okay just as I'm not, yeah? <laughs> really. I'm not burning down houses or fucking, you know, doing shit. Yeah. I'm cursing while driving. Fucking kill me, you know? It's not me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, you just, uh, 
you really get into rule, I think it's rule 62, uh, not taking yourself so seriously. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. And you're on that road, bro. Just uh, all those things you're starting to notice were not brought about by thought or effort from you. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't lay the paint on the canvas. They're bleeding through the canvas. What you are is coming into what you're not. It's, a, it's influence and effects, man. It's great to honor it. Yeah. yeah. See, what we are thinks we're, a, we're the star of a drama, you know, mm. a drama, a movie, an odyssey. And then when the comedy soaks in into the film from the screen, it's hilarious. It's fucking great. <laughs> I just, uh, I enjoy the hell out of it, really. <laughs> Because the head is so ponderous and wants to be so serious, it's fun when it's the butt of the joke, you know? Mm. Yeah. So you're on that. That thing's happening. Perhaps the better way doesn't have a beginning and an end. You're on it, yeah? And you'll yeah. just keep seeing the effects of what you're entertaining. And, and you'll, you'll notice that you're traveling lighter through a lot of shit that used to travel really heavy through. And you'll yeah. also notice what's the appropriate response during that and gratitude. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. So, yeah. We're, we're not trudging the road of happy destiny. We're sort of like walking leisurely on the road of happy destiny because truly there's nowhere to get to. We are that. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. You're welcome. You know, listen, if I chose what I was going to do today, none of what I would do would have brought about the effects of just showing up for this Zoom does. Yeah? I have, that's constantly evidenced in my life, constantly. On and on and on and on. If I give up my predetermined cards and allow something else to shuffle with it, I always end up with a better hand. Always. Yeah? Mm. It's mind-boggling. Always. So I have faith in the infinite because I lost faith in the finite. And I recognize the faith in the finite was identification as the finite. And I've lost that faith. And that faith now is in the infinite. Yeah? It's fucking great. I couldn't have done it. You couldn't have done it. No human power could have done it. Yet something has and something does. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. And the habits I'm in now, the habits I'm in now, let that continue. It does. Yeah. I'm not an obstacle for that to express. I'm not. I'm not in argument with it. I've been convinced that I'm not managerial you know, quality. I've been convinced I'm fucked, left under my own direction, because if they're not my directions, they're self's directions. I've had enough. I have. I have been convinced thoroughly of facts that I was avoiding and denying in my life. I've come to terms with them, and I'm at peace with them. Yeah? It's wonderful to know that you're fucked without having to get fucked anymore. It's great. I love it, really. 
having to get having arrived at a fact that I was already fucked by getting fucked is hard. You know, you may live through it. It's it's tough to have to get into submission. <laughs> you know, but now I know I'm fucked, and then I don't get fucked much anymore, which is great. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next one. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you Appreciate man. That. Next up, we have um, we have Kurt. Kurt oh, Jacob. Jacob. Wasn't Jacob at his hand up? Uh, oh, I don't see his hand up now. Jacob, do you still have a question? Let's see, where are you? Got him. Got him. Okay. Uh, sure. Uh, hello, Paul. Hello, everyone. Hey, mate. I guess... Jake. Having uh, having a year in recovery and having worked the steps, my sponsor now wants me to go out and get sponsees or get a sponsee. And most of the people around here and most of the meetings that are available are NA. And though I've worked the steps through AA, I've been attempting to read the basic text through the lens of, as opposed to drugs as the addiction, selfing as the addiction. And I guess my question is, how can I make myself available to sponsees? Um, I'm losing you a little bit, Jake. So. Oh, okay. So, I guess the question I think is. I'm losing him. Okay. It might be you, Paul. Ah. Trying to hear me now. Yes, probably me. So just let me know. Yes. Okay. Uh, so I guess the question is when putting my hand up for sponsees, should I, like you had said before, try to meet them on their level and see what they want as a, like, you know, doing better at their, yes. at their job with their families. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And are there, are there any redeeming qualities about the basic text? I, I I've tried to, it just doesn't have the eloquence that the, that the big book has. And so I've been trying to read it because I want to come to them on their level if I'm going to NA, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, then, yeah, a good idea to read that, and then just let the spirit of the of the uh, the big book come in. You know. Yeah. Sure. I believe the big book was a download. Seriously, I'm not that. I'm not a big fan of the twelve by twelve. I like. Mm. I think the big book is much more than to the point. Mm. And uh, but you know. So yeah, if I was working with people in NA and it would make me of maximum use to know what uh, they're reading from, I yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah? This is yep. the way of, you know, you're expressing that you're losing interest in self and gaining interest in others. So I want to... And you're always... Uh, you know, sponsoring is a verb, right? So... Suggestions come from one end and go to the other end, and then the response of the other end to the suggestions is to try them out and see if they work. And then if they don't or if they do, you go back to the one where the suggestions came through, and then you add on more suggestions, and so on and so forth. And then you're in the verb of sponsoring, yeah? But yeah. 
But, you know, yeah, you like can get into the noun of being the sponsor and the sponsee and, and Lee and, and miss the spirit of the. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I've, yeah. There's relief in that. Good. Good. Okay. Wonderful. We have our last questions for today with Kurt. Kurt Z. Kurt. Kurt, my landlord for a day. What's <laughs> up, buddy? Hey, so I like Kurt. you know, and you you say this all the time, but it's really written in the text. It says it says we're like an actor. It doesn't say we are the actor. It says we're like an actor. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of what you've been, you know, pointing to. It's like it's it's not you are the actor. It's we're like an actor. It's giving you a description. Yeah. Yes. So that's all. I just wanted to throw. Yeah, that out. exactly. Yeah, it's so. Uh, see, if you've been trying to dis disown, you never were then the process to get recovered from that wouldn't be owning it, yeah? And so you own what you are in the act, not you, but that the system of self was in the denial of what it believed it was because it was too scary to be intimate and vulnerable. So basically, it set out on a, on a course of action to basically deny shit, try to make them unreal, by getting loaded and everything like that, which actually gave them a reality they didn't even have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I come into recovery and that's the condition I come in as. Yeah. I'm in a complete terminal, unique condition thinking no one has my thoughts. No one has my feelings. No one's done the shit that I've done. I have a strategy of life, avoid shit at all costs. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of letting anyone make me have a feeling, I'm going to stay loaded so I have a feeling already so I can feel like I'm in control. All this shit. I come in and then I'm in a complete state of not seeing my role in things. That's the, that's the strategy, really. Because I'm afraid of what that would demand if I did see my role in things. So I'm fucking not going to see my role in things. I'm going to blame the judge, the cops, my getting run over, whatever. Yeah. And it, none of it works. And I come in completely beaten, completely just torn up. And I start learning about the conditions I've been in. Yeah. And so I do a fourth step. And through the wonder of the fourth step, I see my role in things. By the fourth column, I recognize, wait, you know, all I saw was people were, with seemingly without provocation kept stepping on my toes. I didn't see that if I invariably look at it, I'll find I made a decision based on self. That was conveniently avoided. So all I saw was people were fucking with me without any me, me having anything to do with it. I was just getting high. Why? You know? Why did they raid my house? Well, I had a thousand hits of LSD in there. So it wasn't I was just getting high. But no, you know, it's just fucking minding my own business. So, so, all right. So now I've got to take responsibility because what happened was I was overly responsible. 
when I was young. When I was in a classroom of 42 kids, if one kid yawned, I thought it was because of me. Yeah, insanely, overtly, weirdly, only responsible. When I heard my father was ill, he wasn't going to play with me anymore. I thought, what did I do to cause my father not to want to play with me? That's an, a very weird sense of responsibility, which most alcoholics and addicts have. So we're trying to counter that by being completely irresponsible. So now I see my role in things. I take responsibility for what I did. Now when I'm looking at what I did, I see something else was there. Self, yeah? I see there was self was there doing all the shit that I thought I did. <laughs> I recognized the problem, yeah? So now I get... Now, that which I thought I was responsible for, I see I was accountable for, which is completely different than responsible for. I'm accountable for my dog shitting on the neighbor's lawn. I'm not responsible for that. Yeah? I didn't pull my pants down and take a big dump on his lawn. It was the dog. I'm very clear about that now. Yeah? So I now recognize self by the inventory, and I'm not self. So, all right. I'm accountable for self's manifestations as long as they were coming through me, but I'm not responsible. Now I have a clarity about what ails me, yes? Now I have recognized the exact nature of the wrong. So yeah, so the responsibility doesn't stay responsible. It turns into an accountability. And when I see my role in things, I also see self's role in things. And it was a lot larger role than I thought, yeah? because I was busy being identified as self, so all of its role I was calling my role, and that was a mistake, yes? I didn't see that clearly, now I do. So render unto selfs what's selfs, and render unto me what's me, yeah? And you see the weakness of the first step and the first part of it, the powerlessness for a lot of people is, they don't see that the gorilla was running the dance. They think they did it, yeah? They don't get the essence of Paulus. Something did through me what I would never have done myself. Yeah? That's the lower power. That's the lower God, the God of self. Yeah? So. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thanks. And all I believe is to hear it so that you can see it. Because the seeing of it's already there. You've seen it, but you've been calling it you. Now maybe you'll see it and not call it you. Hallelujah. <laughs> I bet you you'll start traveling like you will, yeah? Yep. You get the real relief, uh, you know, you see the problem solution, and part of the solution is a sense of relief from the problem. Then you recognize the problem, and it's not you. Yeah? yeah. The problem continues and is, continue, is, is continually given life by you being identified as it. That's how it's living. It's living off of, off of us. We're not living off of it. It's living us. Yeah? So this is knowledge, and this knowledge doesn't avail you nothing because it's knowledge of self. It's not self-knowledge. You have knowledge of self, 
by recognizing your role in things, you're going to recognize its role in things. And it's a larger role than you thought. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. your statement. So, Thank God we're not suffering from what's not happening anymore. <laughs> that's right. We all, we're all witnessing constantly all day uh, self being defeated. Instead of us being defeated by self, self is defeated, is being defeated by us, by seeing we're not self. Yes. Thanks, buddy. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, that's it. Yes, Paul, that's it. Thank you very much. Good on you. Thank you so much. Oh, it's a pleasure, man. I'm happy and uh, yeah. I'll see you Thursday. We have something in non-duality tomorrow night. Yes. And, uh, Wonderful. Yeah. As long as you're here, I'll be here. Yeah, that's true. So that's um, Wednesday night on non-duality and Saturday as well, isn't it, Paul? At zenbitchslap.com. Yes. Yeah. Which is about the what? Whatever. Yeah. Great to see everybody. Let me say goodbye. Eh? All right, man. Yeah. And Kurt, thank you. I hope you got addicted to the uh, Joshua Tree coffee. Because I'm the distributor of the Joshua Tree coffee. All right, we got Paul, Paul with the shirt on. Nice to see you, Paul. We got Rob, Rob not so far, far. Z, we got Robert. Nice to see you, Robert, there. We got Walter. Walter's got his little, uh, he's going back to uh, infancy. Good. Fantastic. We got Beatrice. Nice to see you, Beatrice. Beatrice is a living storm. She's my... She's my spiritual hurricane. <laughs> we got Ben. Nice to see you, Ben. We got Helen. Helen, thank you for your lovely email. I can't see your picture. Jack G, thank you, Jack, and congratulations on sobriety date. We got Kristen, John, Michael, Jacob from Seattle, David. I'm not getting many people. Mika. The Matriarch of Madeira, Dennis from L.A., <laughs> iPhone, Carrie, Ann, Ross, Leah, Mickey again, Malcolm, Chris, Carrie. Thanks a lot, everybody, and then the anonymous folk. Thanks for, uh, yeah, I hope it was as good for you as it was for me. Thanks. See you Wednesday. See you Thursday. See you, Mike. Yeah, see you, Dave. Thank you. See you, Mike.